0: Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: The Jack
2: Benny
3: program! At American.
2: Quality of product is essential to continuing success. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. <laughs> LSMFT! LFMFT! L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Right you are. Yes, sir. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. Mr. Lawrence Holland Moore of Shelby, North Carolina, who has been an independent tobacco buyer for 28 years, said, Year after year, at auction after auction, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy ripe, sweet tobacco, the kind that makes a really good smoke. I've smoked Lucky's myself for 23 years. Independent tobacco experts like Mr. Moore know that it takes fine tobacco to make a fine smoke. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So for your own real deep-down smoking enjoyment, smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike.
3: <laughs>
1: Strike program
2: starring Jack Senny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. From New York City, that body of land that was purchased from the Indians for $24, we bring you a man who could have gotten it for $22.50. And here he is,
3: Jack Belly. Thank you.
2: <laughs> it's going to be hard to work and look at that face over there. Huh? Thank you, say hello again. This is Jack Betty talking. And Don, I can't tell you how thrilled I am being in New York. Oh, I know just how you feel, Jack. In fact, the moment we arrived in town and I saw the reception we got, my chest swelled out with pride. Don, from where I stand, your stomach is even prouder than your chest. But there's something about this city that's different. No matter how many times you come to New York, you get a feeling of expansion, of growth. The trees look taller. The buildings look taller. Even the mayor looks taller. <laughs> It's amazing. Now, wait a minute, Jack. The mayor is taller. What? You mean LaGuardia found out about Adler's shoes? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Jack. No, LaGuardia isn't mayor anymore. New York has a new one now. Oh, really? No, O'Dwyer. Die. <laughs> oh, wait. Let's not, steal, let's not steal jokes from Danny Kay. You know, I've got four riders. Oh, really? No, O'Pera, no O'Balder, Old no Huckleberry, and Old no Joseph. <laughs> Now where were we? Well, I was just telling you that O'Dwyer is a lot taller than Laguardia. Well, maybe he is, Don. But after he chases fire engine for twelve years, his legs will be worn down too. <laughs> believe me. So you never can tell. Oh, hello, Mary.
0: Hello, Jack. Hello, everybody. Mary,
2: I was just telling Don how thrilled I am being back in New York.
0: Well, I don't blame you, Jack.
2: Yes, sir. There's something about New York that's invigorating. Why, well, the minute I got off the train at the station, I felt stronger.
0: Is that why you put on a red cap and carried your own bag?
2: I just did that for a laugh.
0: A laugh? And how come you went back and carried somebody else's bag?
2: When I get a laugh, I'm not letting it go, sister. <laughs> and anyway, those other bags belong to a very important man. Oh, really? No, old is and shut up. <laughs> Mary, have you been having any fun in New York?
0: Uh Uh-huh, but I've been spending most of my time in New Jersey visiting my mother.
2: Oh, yes, yes, your mother. How is the William Bendix of Plainfield?
0: (laughs) Oh, Mama's fine, but Papa's having a lot of trouble getting up the stairs. Why? Mama keeps throwing him down.
2: (laughs) Sounds a little like Titus Moody in there, that one. I can understand. Anyway, Mary, how's the rest of your folks? I mean, how's your sister Babe? Did she get married yet?
0: No, Jack, and Babe's heartbroken about it. You know, last week she was going to elope with a new boyfriend. And
2: what happened?
0: Couldn't get the ladder up to his window. Oh,
2: that's too bad.
0: Yeah, because he threw him a rope.
2: Oh, that's good.
0: No, he took another look at Babe and hung himself. There's a sister
2: right over
0: there.
2: Oh, that's too bad. Huh?
0: No, that's good. Now she's engaged to the Undertaker. <laughs>
2: oh, really? No, Shapiro. Now,
0: <laughs>
2: I merely ask how your folks are. You make a whole mishmash out of
0: it. Yes, and the people who tune in late didn't mishmash. <laughs>
2: Every time we come to New York, you... Hey, Mr. Benny, I'd like to have you meet a friend of mine. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello. <laughs> hey, Mr. Benny, I'd like to have you meet a friend of mine. How you just... kid? Fine. Hey, Mr. Benny, I'd like to have you meet you a friend of mine. You having a good my... time in New York? I sure am. Me and this friend of mine went out all over town, and we had a lot of fun. I showed him how to jump over fire plugs, and he showed me how to hitch riding on the back of trolley cars. I don't know where you pick up. Where's your friend? Right out in the hall. I'll go and get him. Dennis and his friend. Say, Mary. Here he is, Mr. Benny. Isn't he cute? Dennis, they found the other 499 monkeys. Take this one back to the pet. <laughs> Imagine picking up. Quiet. Imagine picking up a monkey for a friend.
0: No wonder he was teaching Dennis how to hitch ride in the back of trolley cars. I fell
2: off twice. What? I couldn't hang by my tail. (laughs) Janet, stop being ridiculous. Where'd you meet this monkey?
3: Well, I was walking along, and I
2: saw him standing on the corner waiting for a light to change. Oh, for heaven's sake. Mary, tonight after the show. Oh, I took him by the hand and helped him across the street. All right, all right. Mary, tonight after the show. Then I started to sing, and before I knew it, we had $40 in nickels. $40 in nickels?
0: Jack, stop taking that monkey.
2: Just trying to take him out of the upper bracket. <laughs> he is kind of cute. Come here, monkey.
0: goo goo Oh, look, it jumped up on me. Dennis, wait, get the monkey off Jack's shoulders.
2: No, no, he's all right.
0: Well, at least move his tail. You look like Jerry Colonna. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jerry Colonna? What's the matter? You crazy or something? Dennis! Take it easy, monkey. Just sit on my... Hiya, folks. Harris is here. I couldn't get a room, so I slept last night with Grant in his tomb. (laughs) Lay it on me. Make for that New York patty
4: cake.
2: Hey, Jackson, what's that thing you got on your shoulder? Well, it's a monkey, a real live monkey. Come on, get down. Well, what do you know? Where'd you get it, Jackson? It isn't mine. Uh, Dennis picked it up last night. Isn't that silly? I don't know. It looks better than what you picked up the night before.
4: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, she was a pretty classy dame. Yeah, yeah. Say, with uh, those her legs or were her stockings filled with walnuts? There, <laughs> one more crack like that and you're going back to California. When's the train leaving? I don't know. I'll call Truman and find out. <laughs> watch
0: it. Say, Phil, have you seen any shows since we got to town? Yeah, Libby,
2: I saw Are You With It.
0: Are You With It? That's the show that two of Jack's writers wrote.
2: I saw it 12 times. 12 times?
0: Jack's got the candy concession there.
2: Lemonade,
0: lemonade.
2: <laughs> Down to my last sugar stand, too. Oh, well. What other shows have you seen, Mr. Benny? Uh, call Me Mister. I did. Call Me Mister <laughs> is the name of a show. What happened to Are You With It? Nothing, nothing. Dennis, you're getting dumber every day. Take last week with the quiz kid. Such confidence. You came to me and said, don't worry, Mr. Benny. I'll pull you through to ultimate victory. That's right, Dennis. And we ought to thank Mary. She's the one that pulled us through to ultimate. (laughs) Bill, that's ultimate victory. Ultimate is an adjective. Why not? (laughs) Bill, if I thought for a minute that this monkey could lead an orchestra, I know who would go back to the pet shop. Now, come on, Dennis. Let's have your song, will you. sung by Dennis Day, accompanied by Phil Harris's orchestra, which was conducted by Dennis Day's friend who used his tail for a baton. And very good. And now, you're welcome. And now, folks, if my mother knew I was doing this, she'd kill me. I won't tell her, Bob. That's our our producer. We made him a monkey for today. Very few producers can be monkeys, you know. And now, folks, And now, folks, for our feature attraction tonight. Oh, Don, Don, would you mind answering the phone? Oh, certainly not. Hello, this is Don Wilson talking for Jack Senny, the star of the Lucky Strike program. LSMFT. Yes,
1: sir, you bet.
2: Don, Lucky Don. Strike means fine tobacco, so round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. Don, find out what the man wants. Lucky Strikes are made of that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Don, it might be important if the phone... For real, find find out down the down smoking man. enjoyment. Smoke that smoke of to fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. What? Oh, I'm sorry. You have the wrong number. <laughs> Don, the next time you answer the phone, ask who it is first. Then you know, tell them all about lucky right, strikes right. and everything, you know. And now, folks. Oh, it. come in. Telegram for Jack Benny. That's my writer. He's from Brooklyn. Everybody works on <laughs> the show. Eh? Take it. Uh, take it. Take it, Mary. Here you are, boy. Here's a tip for you. Oh boy, a glass of lemonade. <laughs> You'll suffer. You wrote that joke yourself. <laughs> I just happen to have one in my pocket. The lemonade. I'm going back to that. Term. Who's the uh, Who's the telegram from, Mary? Fred Allen. Fred Allen. What does it say?
0: Uh, dear Jack, I am expecting you as a guest on my program next Sunday. I'm sure you'll be there, as I haven't had any luck all season. Hmm. Isn't
2: that Isn't that sarcastic? Sounds like an adjective. Dennis. Imagine the nerve of Alan after he came over to my hotel and pleaded with me, begged me, even offered me money to be a guest on his show. Then he sends a wire like this. Jack, Jack, do you mean that Alan came to your hotel and begged you to be on his program? Oh, Don, I, I don't even want to discuss it.
0: I'll tell you what happened, Don. Mary, please. I happened to be over at Jack's hotel, the me Plaza. 500 rooms, three baths. Mary. And I thought nylon lines were long. Now, Mary... When I got into the hotel lobby, the elevator wasn't working, so I had to walk down four flights of stairs to get to Jack's room. Mary, they're not interested in this thing. Anyway, I got through talking to Jack and was just about to leave. me to come buy your
2: room for? Well, you know we're going home next week, Mary, and I want to take something back for my girlfriend, Gladys Abisco. Uh, what would you suggest?
0: Well, why don't you get her a nice beaver coat? No, no, no. That's,
2: that's too expensive.
0: Well, how about a nice sealskin coat?
2: No, no. That, that's a little too expensive, too.
0: Why don't you just get her a rowboat and a harpoon and let her do her own shopping?
2: I did that once. She got seasick. I'll tell you what, Mary, just pick out anything you like. You'll know, you know what to get. No jewelry or fur.
0: I know, I know. Goodbye. All right,
2: so long. Be careful going up the stairs. Yeah, I hope Mary picks out something nice. Oh, boys, I filled the tub for you. Thanks, Rochester. Uh, Rochester, have you got everything ready for
1: my bath? Sir, towel,
2: soap, talk powder, bath, mat, bath, roll, bath sauce, and your two little celluloid ducks. Fine, fine. And Rochester, I didn't think it was a bit funny last Saturday night when you put tacks in the bottom of the bathtub.
1: Oh, so were bath sauce. Uh-huh. They haven't disintegrated yet.
2: Disintegrated? That's a verb. Oh,
1: uh-
2: <laughs> Well, they were sharp as a magic Well, I think I'll go in for my bath now. See you later.
1: Doggone so this hotel room show is a mess. That was some party the boss threw last night. Coca-Cola flew like wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never seen the boss so merry. He slapped his sponsor on the back so hard he swallowed his cigarette. Lucky strike that is. <laughs> and when Mr. Benny got up and told that story about the octopus, I thought i I wonder who that can be. Come in! Hello, Rochester.
2: Is Mr. Benny in?
4: Well, Mr. Allen!
1: Come right in, Mr. Allen. Mr. Benny's taking a bath. He'll be out in a few minutes.
2: Well, I'll wait for him. How is Mr. Benny feeling, I hope?
1: Pretty good. <laughs> that is considering the big party he threw last night. Mr. Benny threw a party?
2: Gad, the atomic
1: bomb, and now
2: this. What, uh, what was Gromyko's reaction, Rochester? Tell me, was the party a success?
1: Yeah, what a soiree. There was sandwiches, music, and dances.
2: Well, it's a (laughs) soiree. That's a conjunction, isn't it? Well, it sounds as as though everybody had a good time.
1: Yeah, Mr. Benny enjoyed himself so much, he said next time he might invite girls. (laughs) Oh, it was a stag party. Uh, up until 11 o'clock, then the night maids came on. <laughs> well, that's Benny, the chambermaid's tin up boy.
2: <laughs> He's just as democratic as ever. Failure hasn't gone
1: to his head, has he? <laughs> Say, uh, Rochester, will you tell Mr. Benny I'm here? Yes, sir. Why don't you just sit down and make yourself comfortable? Here's one of Mr. Benny's favorite books, I Stand Condemned. Oh,
2: I... That's the story about the man who goes to the electric chair and leaves three lovely children, cream, cheese, and bagel. I hear Lindy selected it as the book of the month. They give you a smoked herring for a bookmark with the quarter size they give you an anchovy bookmark. I well, Rochester, I'm through ad-libbing.
1: You can tell Mr. Benny to come out now.
4: Oh,
1: he'll come out just as soon as he can think of something funny to
2: say. Well, I can't wait that long. Tell him to come out in pantomime, if you will. Yes.
1: Uh-oh, what you've got power for me.
2: what are you... Well, Fred, Fred Allen. Hello, Jack. I was just taking a bath. Well, that's good, Jack. I think everyone should have a hobby.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah, you want to know something, Fred? Those pens do right underwater. I found that. You, you know.
1: Uh, boss, you better put your robe on. You'll catch cold with just that towel around you. Oh, I'll
2: be all right. Gosh, Jack, you've uh, you've gotten sort of fat, haven't you? Don't be funny. <laughs> your hips have jowls, I know. <laughs> well, Ozzy, Fred, you haven't changed a bit. Same hair, same forehead, same eyebrows, same eyes. Fred, lift those bags a little. I want it to see your teeth. Uh-huh. Put on your red cap and lift them yourself.
4: <laughs>
2: I will not. Fred, what's the reason for this friendly visit? Well, Jack, hang on to your towel. I've come to ask you to be a guest on my radio program. Oh. Well, gee, Fred, I'd love to be a guest on your show, but I can't. I already have a date for Wednesday night. For your... For Wednesday night? Yes. For your information, Mr. B., I do my broadcast on Sunday night right after yours. And when the wind is from the opposite direction, I must say I don't mind it at all. (laughs) What did you say? If you'll take that celluloid duck out of your ear, you'd hear me. Oh. Well, Fred, give me the details about going on your program. Well, Jack, I thought as long as you were were here in town, you might like to appear on my show, get in off of the street for a little while I someday. See. Well, listen, if you're going to have lib, do it on your own show where you need it.
4: Yes.
2: You can use it too, don't you get? <laughs> You could have used me ten minutes ago. I was listening. Really? If we keep on much longer, McCarthy will be on, make a monkey out of both of us. <laughs>
4: That's
2: one eighth. Uh, that is.
4: You know? <laughs>
2: of course, uh, about coming on the show, I'm willing to pay you. Pay me? Uh, yes, yeah, stop trembling and pick up your towel. Oh. <laughs> well, look fast. <laughs> Fred, as long as this is a business proposition, let's discuss this. Sit down, here, have a cigarette. Thank you. Have a tea bag. (laughs) Oh boy, my favorite brand. Now, Fred, just what makes you think I'd consider appearing on your program? Well, I saw your ad in the Hobo News. (laughs) My ad? Yes, the ad that read, Now in Town, Jack Benny. Available for theatrical dates, guest star appearances, and for two shillings, we'll meet English brides at the dock if husbands are detained. <laughs> Must be seen portal to portal pay. Oh, that ad. <laughs> that was just putting the papers as a gag by my press agent. That gag killed him in Chicago and paid Mr.
1: Benny's band in New York.
2: Rochester, I didn't know you were still here.
1: In a one-room suite? Where else could I be?
2: Well, Mr. Allen and I are having a private conversation. Now, Fred, let's get back to business. Well, Jack, I'm stuck. I had another guest for next week, but she couldn't make it. Uh, who was this other guest? The one... That he only... who still hasn't had a joke on the whole program. <laughs> you reading the wrong lines, the straight lines? <laughs> the, uh, my guest is the one and only Marcella Crudney. Marcella Crudney? Yes. You haven't heard of her? She's with the New York Yankees. You see, the Yankees have a pitcher whose specialty is the spitball. On hot summer days, when the pitcher might, uh, run dry, Marcella stands by... Oh, her! Yes, Her. her. <laughs> But uh, she was suspended for spraying an umpire. (laughs) Marcella was at work as Zephyr came up, and need I say more? Anyway, Jack, when Marcella couldn't make it, I tried to get John Charles Fido, the singing dog. But he had laryngitis. I see, so you finally got down to me. Down is right. <laughs> Why in the world did you ever take a hotel room that's so far underground as this? Oh, Fred, my room isn't so far underground. It isn't. I came into the lobby and got the bends,
4: <laughs>
2: And then I kept walking downstairs until I was stopped by John L. Lewis. Mr. Lewis put a lamp on my head and said it's okay for two weeks. Well, I'm glad he put the lamp on because that's the first bright thing to come from your head in years. The last act was for Maria Cooper. Did you hear that, Maria? Good. And Alfred, while we're discussing this, let's have a bite to eat. I'll call room service. Hello, room service, please. <laughs> Hello, room service? Please send down two Acme Plaza special dinners. Right away, please. Thank you. Now, Fred, look, why can't I appear on your program this Sunday night instead of next? Well, I'm sorry, Jack, but I have my guest star for this week. He's your band leader. You mean Phil Harris, Shoe Fly Pie, and Apple Pan Rowdy? (laughs) Yes, you see, Jack, around this time of the year, my Al Goodman begins to worry about his options. So I thought I'd bring Harris over tonight and give Mr. Goodman confidence. I see, but I better warn you about rehearsing. I better warn you about rehearsing Phil. He'll have to memorize his script. You mean Mr. Harris can't read? Only the labels on bottles. (laughs) When he graduated from school, everybody else got diplomas. He got a sheepskin corkscrew. Well, look, Jack. don't stop me. I'm rolling. Or oh, I thought I was when we roll it. Now, go ahead. Rolling? How can a square roll? Look, if you, there's going to be a knock on the door or I'd answer that. Thank you. Come in. Well, here's room service with our dinner. What's on the menu tonight? Ah, the and mustard good
4: old hot
2: dog. Yes, Coney Island Crepe Suzette. Uh, two hot dogs, please.
1: Purple puppies coming up. Uh, would you like them
2: Senator Claghorn style? Senator Claghorn style. What's that? They keep repeating on you. <laughs> no, just give them to a plain. How much are they? Well, now this one is ten cents and this one is eight cents. Why is this one only eight cents? I already took a bite out of it. And why didn't you finish it? Taste cents. Never mind, here's your
1: money. Uh, thank you. People in the needle and the mustard on top. Just the way you like it and the hole.
2: Well, Fred, here's your hot dog. Thank you. It was nice of you to keep the eight-bed one for yourself. And thanks for the lemonade, too. Well, Jack, I've got to run along now. I'll see you on my program next Sunday. Uh, Wait a minute. We haven't discussed money. How much are you going to pay me? Well, now, let's see. The union scale for the average radio actor is $67.50. What? However, you're the star of your own radio program. That would bring it up to $69.75. Now, look. Of course, you're from California, and you're not as well known here in the East. That brings it down to $68. Wait a minute. You've forgotten I'm in picture. Oh, yes. That brings it down to forty-seven sixty. dollars 60 Now, Fred, Wait. we'll have to hire three people to start your applause. I'll furnish them. And the guy that yells, you'll be sorry, gets $15. Now, you know. Fred, I'm not going to. You better be. think fast, Benny. That singing dog just had pups, and I can get a quartet of Cocker Spaniels for nothing. OK, I'll take it. I'll be on your program next week. Not so loud. I don't want to li- li- lose my <laughs> listeners. You're off the line already. So... <laughs> Why, you delicatessen, Taranty? you've got less listeners than the Siamese twins with one of them out of town. What are you talking about? I've got more listeners than you have here in your bureau drawer. (laughs) Why, you nasal nitwit, I wouldn't work on your program if it was the last... $25, take it or leave it. What time is (laughs) rehearsal? Two o'clock Sunday and goodbye. Keep by. Imagine sizzling me down like that. If it wasn't money, I'd
1: refuse
2: it. Jack, will be back in just a minute. The first here is my good friend. Let me 49, American. Remember this all-important fact. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And lucky strike means fine tobacco. Yes, it takes fine tobacco to make a fine cigarette. And year in, year out, at market after market, The makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. And this light, fine, naturally mild Lucky Strike tobacco means more real, deep down, smoking enjoyment for you. Remember, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike, so round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the draw. The famous tobacco auctioneers who are on tonight's program are Mr. F.E. Boone of Lexington, Kentucky.
3: 49 out of 49, American.
2: And Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. And this is Basil Risedale speaking for the makers of Lucky Strike. L.S.M.F.T., L.S.M.F.T., L.S.M.F.T. Common sense will tell you that in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. So for your own real deep down smoking enjoyment, smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike.
1: Hello? Say boss, will you need me during the evenings next week?
2: I don't think so. Why?
1: I got a chance to do a little extra work at the Zanzibar nightclub starting Tuesday. Oh, the
2: Zanzibar. You signed that contract, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Did you speak to them like I told you to?
1: Yeah, but I'm sorry, boss. They want me to work alone. Oh, oh.
2: Well, we'll be down to see you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good night, folks. <laughs> that be the natural-